you know, we're going to pop in for Mondays. Y'all know we going to go everybody as much time as we can. You know, we can start the dialogue. We want to first say, you know, we've been on the 17 weeks. I know, it's crazy. It's our 17th week. We like to thank everybody who's been there from the beginning and people who continuously show up. It's like we built a little, you know, community. A little community here, which yeah. is, is great. Shows that people really are interested in building healthier relationships and having dialogue that helps them get to that point. You know what I mean? So that's lovely. Um, you know, we're going to do the normal and we're going to ask the panelists and everybody on the sideline. When you when you hear sacrifice, what do you think of? What's going on, Juice? Thank you. You're feeling better. But, you know, Barry, you can go. Amali, you can go. And then everybody on the side, you can type your responses. <clears throat> so when you say every time I love and sacrifice or just, no, just sacrifice? Sacrifice, when you think of sacrifice, we're dealing with relationships. When it comes oh, to relationships. I, I, I always think about, the, you know, no greater love than this. Then one will lay down their life for another. Um, I, I believe that love is 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 a level of sacrifice that you that you that you offer your partner. Um, in in you know in that way, yeah. So. Okay, Nefertiti says sacrifice to me means compromise towards a common goal. Okay. <laughs> What about you, Amali? I I I agree with her. It's um compromising to a common goal. Mm -hmm. But also willing to give of yourself and your time and your um um willing to give of yourself and your time to somebody you love. It could be your mom, your brother, your sister, your 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 significant other. I that's what I feel you could sacrifice. And Jessica said putting someone's needs to once before her own. And um, Danita said compromise the true test of love. Okay. I see everybody. Oh Rich, Hey Rich, okay. how are you? What's going on, Rich? Yeah, I see everybody has the, you know, similar definition of compromise. We're going we gonna to throw a curveball, I guess. We're going to throw a curveball. Oh, this ought to be we good actually, then. We actually want to tell y'all that sacrificing in a relationship is actually the destruction of the relationship. You should be agreeing. Agree agreement means that it's mutual. Sacrifice means... And I'm not saying that we hear sacrifice and we, you know, we naturally think biblically and we naturally think, you know, for the greater good, for a common man, for things of that nature. But when it comes to relationships and personal relationships, now we saying personal relationships, you actually have to come to agreement to have a healthy relationship. How you anytime you sacrifice in a relationship, it grieves resentment. You always feel like the person owed you something because you sacrificed. But when you agree with something, think about it. When both people agree, nobody's sacrificing, everybody's getting what they want. And everybody's saying, they come into that agreement and they're saying, this is what I'm buying into. And they, they honor it because they agreed to it, not because they sacrificed. So 
Go ahead, Jerry. You want to add to that? So yeah. So it's basically it's a mentality. So mm -hmm. if you if you are coming to your if you're coming to a common ground, or if you are both agreeing that this is the better thing for both the for for whoever's involved, then it's really is it really still is it really a sacrifice if you agree to it? So you're saying that this plan is better if we do it this way, right? And and maybe I am giving up something, right? Maybe I'm giving up something in order for us to really connect or for us to find common ground. But once I say that I agree to it, is it really now still a sacrifice? Wouldn't that tra transfer over to an agreement? Like, what do you guys think about that? That's actually an interesting concept. I actually think, I actually kind of like that because I think um, he, you are right that a lot of times in, in sacrificing yourself, you secretly resent your partner. Um, you find yourself feeling like one person always seems to feel like that they're doing more than the other person. Okay. And so it becomes a comparison game between the two. And so, well, look, and so when the argument breaks out, look what all I did. See all this stuff that I did. I, I, I did all this stuff for you and you didn't do nothing for me. And so the, the term tends to put people in the place of guilt, not of a, in a position of agreement and that we're both sharing in the responsibilities of growing this relationship. So I actually like that. I like that concept. I think that's a that's an honest concept to go with. Yeah, that's true. That's true because when you're sacrificing, you're sacrificing piece of your belief to satisfy that other person. And what about you? What about your inner peace that you give out your energy? but nothing is coming back in. It's not like a give and take thing. It's just you giving, 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 and not receiving anything. So you feel like you're not satisfied in that relationship because you're always sacrificing every a little piece of you all the time to make that other person happy. Definitely. Yeah. And y'all all know that we, we always discuss being accountable in love. And when you agree, when you're sacrificing, how could you hold somebody accountable when you're choosing to sacrifice? Yeah, yeah, it's a choice. It's an independent okay. choice to sacrifice for, quote, unquote, the sake of your relationship when you're actually damaging your relationship by sacrificing mm -hmm. because it's greed and resentment. It shows we're not equals. And when you agree, yeah, you agree to take care of somebody. So if they get sick, you agree to take care of them. Mm -hmm. So it's not that, okay, you're not sometimes going to put in all the work sometimes because the other person's not at their best. But that's something you, uh, hopefully you agree to. When you're being honest, how many people are honest and they're like, well, at least I was honest. Yeah. It's not mm -hmm. a gift. It's something you agreed to. You signed on the relationship because you're saying this person is somebody that I can relax with, be honest with, give my all to. And if anybody can know all my secrets, this person can know all my secrets. This person, and whether it's a friend, or a family member, you letting them in me, or a partner, excuse me, you letting them in to your inner circle. You letting them into your ideas, you letting them into your life, you letting them into your day to day. So you have to know, okay, this is an agreement that I can, that can last for a lifetime, you know? And it's really taking responsibility for your choices. You know, when Aziz and I were coming up with this topic and we were talking about certain things, one of the things that I, the first thing I thought of was my parents, right? My parents used to tell me all the time how much they sacrificed to have me. And even when I was younger, I used to always say to them that you chose to have me. And now I couldn't really articulate it the way I would now, but 
at the time, I, I used to tell them that, you know, you made a choice. You made a choice to have me, right? So within that choice, because you wanted to be a good parent, you decided to put certain things in place. You decided to not go out and party and hang out and be a responsible adult and take care of your children. You know, so it's it, it, when you think of sacrifice too, like you also think when the person who is quote unquote sacrificing, they always think that they should be getting more and excuse me, more in return. They think that you owe them. And then it, it kind of, it changed the tipping scale of the relationship where it's no longer equal. You know what I mean? And, you, and, and you're working for them. So my, my, my dad used to always tell me that I basically owed him for giving me life. <laughs> and that was always a big issue for me. And it wasn't until I got a little older that I was able to articulate it better. But it's he, because they thought I had all these children, I decided to, you know, be a parent. And there's some things that I decided to give up. But it, because they didn't, they didn't own their choices and they didn't own the fact that they, made it, they, made, they had a responsibility, um, they put it on me. So how many of you, got, how many of the people that are watching, how many of the people that are on the panelists, like, have experienced that as a parent or even as a child? I, yeah. I think if, go ahead, ma'am. Yeah, I used to tell my teenage daughter that all the time. You know how much I sacrificed to have you? And you know how much I did this and did that? And she was like, but ma, I didn't ask you to. And I'm like, I used to get mad at her for saying that. She's like, well, I didn't ask you to sacrifice all of that for me. And she's right. She didn't. And I stopped saying that after she said it a couple of times. Yeah. I think there's a level of manipulation when we use that word, too. Yeah. I, I think it's like we, when we say that, it's almost like trying to force someone to do something or, or mm -hmm. once again, like, like take accountability for the choice that you decide to make. If you decided to do that action or that thing or that or that whatever, that's your choice. It's yeah. not the other person's choice. It's that it's your choice. But when you're questioning why you're doing it or you're doing it for the wrong motives, mm -hmm. you use those terms. Well, I'm sacrificing for you to, in a sense, get that person to perform or respond in a way that makes you feel um, good about the choice that you make because you're struggling with the choice anyway. So I think a lot of times we need to back up. I think in, in, in hindsight, I think we've all probably have put ourselves in a situation, put people that we've been in relationship with and said, you know, well, look what I'm sacrificed for you. Look what I've done for you and stuff like that. No, you made that choice. And so mm -hmm. if you made that choice, own the choice. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think I had a discussion with someone the other day talking about, you know, a lot of people don't want to own their choices. You know, you know, if you may, if you decide to get with that person or have a relationship with that person or whatever it is, that person did not make you do it. You made, you made the decision. Mm -hmm. And so why is it that you want to put your decision off on someone else? It's a manipulation of that person. And you need to, you need to stop that and own your choices, be accountable um, for the choice that you make to, to do whatever it is for that person. Definitely. I yeah. mean, and, and it's, it's all, it's all, it's all in the language, right? Because we clearly want to understand, we clearly want people to understand that you're not saying, okay, I sacrificed. We had an agreement. So then if two people agree and one person breaks that agreement, let's be clear here. Now it's time to hold them accountable. And it's not their actions or their, it's not, it's not the other person believing in that person that they can't, they can't be accountable for their choices and their actions because, you know, they basically agreed to something and thought the person was going to carry it out. Mm -hmm. So we understand that person's hurt. That person, you know, that person was betrayed that person, you know, because the agreement was put out there but you can hold a person accountable based on that agreement, mm -hmm. based on 
which I both agreed to. And we want people to go into relationships and signing on for things that they actually can maintain for a lifetime. You know, we run into people all the time. That's like, listen, I, like what we, we, well, Molly said last week, like, oh, this girl said that, you know, they was fooling around. The guy told her straight up they was fooling around. And, you know, after three years, she's like, yo, he's still not my boyfriend. And it's like, he didn't sign up for that. That wasn't the agreement. And until the agreement is changed, you got to go after somebody who actually wants a long-term relationship. If he wants a short-term relationship, then y'all not equally yoked. So therefore, you have to, you have to break it off. They're getting everything they want. So why would they break it off? You're waiting for them to break it off. But why would they break it off? I'm not breaking it off from getting everything I want. Mm-hmm. The other person's going to have to step up and break it off. And she has to have the willpower and say, listen, it's time for me to move on. But we have to understand, like, once we sign off for agreements, yeah, can we go back to the table? Can we say, okay, listen, this agreement's not working. This is not working at all. And now we, we pivot and then we have a discussion. But understand the person can say no and they're not wrong for doing it because they signed a certain contract and the contract says this is what we're doing. But we're saying there's consequences to those agreements. You get what I'm saying? So you got to make sure you're agreeing the terms that you actually can deal with and live with for a lifetime. Yeah, and some people can't some people can do that. That's why they always have conflict because they change their mind and certain things they agree on and they're too scared to tell the other person. So they're fighting within themselves and then in turn will fight with their partner. Definitely. I mean, we, we, we've all been there. I know that I can do that too. It's like, you know, you're, I, I'm a natural problem solver, right? So I, I'm put in a position and I see someone needs help or I think someone needs assistance or, and you know, the first thing is I can help you do this, I can do that, whatever. And then you realize like it's week five and you're still helping this person out and you, you like, you don't, I never really had the, the, the stamina to do all of that to begin with. So I should have took a step back and say, I can help you get, I can help you do these two things, but I really can help you do everything. You know, and I think it's really about us being honest about what we can and cannot do and really sign up for things that actually make sense. And if you did sign up for something and you realize that you left it open-ended and the, and, it, and whatever you're helping or whatever you're doing lasted way longer than you anticipated, then you have to suck it up and deal with it and not make everyone around you pay for the fact that you didn't say no or open your mouth. I also have to wonder if this, as a lot of this is just, once again, I have this feeling that sometimes a lot of the things that we do are in the, in the, in the, really in the service to trying to manipulate, manipulate that person's feelings about us and trying to get them to um, think about us or look at us in a certain way. And so we, we, instead of thinking through our choices and saying, and having the right to say, you know what, I don't want to do this. And so I'm not going to do this for the sake of trying to get you to see me in a way I'm going to do something that's real. Like I said, I can, like you said, I can agree to, I can agree to this, but I'm not going to do this. I, I, I remember ha- seeing dudes have a discussion about money. And I always said, no, that's a, that's a touchy one when it comes to relationships. Should I, should I be paying bills or should I be doing stuff when we're not married? Well, if you decide to give that person some money, then you decide it. And if that person and you guys agreed upon it, then that's it and leave it at that. But if you're doing it for any other reasons other than the fact that you'd agreed upon it or you did it because you wanted to do it and that person never said yes or no to it, then you own that decision. And I think we need to really get to a place where we start owning all our decisions within our relationships and not just romantic relationships, parenting relationships, mm-hmm. uh, children, 
you name it. I mean, what what would happen if we did actually started owning a lot of our decisions and actually saying, you know what, I don't really want to do that. I really don't want to. I don't want to make that choice. I, I think what, I, I, I say no. Welcome to accountable love. Yeah. <laughs> accountable love. That's what we. That's what we're talking about. Like take ownership. Yeah. You know, but the first thing we, you know, we we basically we we're relationship builders, right? So any of our builders that come and you know take our service or come to our service, the first thing we ask them is like, what's the what's the agreement within the relationship? Because you can't. I can't assist you. And we, we can't assist you at all if we don't understand the agreement between y'all. It's very easy to make a person look bad Yeah. when mm-hmm. the agreement is a little foul. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm going to use a Molly situation again because, you know, it was something that was mentioned last week. But the guy does look like a slime ball, right? Mm-hmm. He is. He still didn't commit to her. She's it about family. Yeah, it wasn't the agreement. You know what I mean? It wasn't the agreement at all. So when you're coming to a service, you're like, we're like sitting there like, it's not, we can't, we can't sit here and penalize this person for honoring everything they said they were honor. They never asked you to be more than a girlfriend. They never asked you to, you see what I'm saying? So we want them to, we want them to honor their end. So now we have to look at the other person and say, listen, what do you want? Because you're the one breaking the agreement. And it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's counterintuitive because we're taught that the agreement you got to say it should benefit. We're taught your partner should look out for you. We're taught anybody in our lives should look out for us, right? But if you signing, you sign a deal with the devil, what do you expect to happen? You sign an agreement that doesn't benefit you, you're not going to benefit from the agreement. So we all got to make sure and fight for contracts that make sense to us and yeah. our personal relationships. Understand we always say it, personal relationships are selfish relationships that you promise to be selfless in. The selflessness is the agreement, meaning no matter what, you believe these agreements, and if you honor them, they're going to benefit your relationship. They're going to benefit you. And if you don't believe they're going to benefit you, there's no point in signing up. I think sometimes, too, people agree to certain things thinking that they will change the other oh, person. Yeah. Of course. Of course. And that goes on a lot with any relationship but it goes back to manipulation though yeah it's still it's still manipulate still trying to manipulate that person is if you like he said if you if you get into a situation and in the back of your mind because now you're reneging on the contract because you really are not greeting to what you said you're going to do you're agreeing to something else that that's been unstated and Mm -hmm. so you're you're really trying to manipulate that person and that decision that they make and you're not honoring the agreement and you're not being transparent about what you really, really want. And so it is, it still falls back on you to say, you know what? Um, I didn't agree to this because yeah. I was looking for this. I didn't tell you I was looking for this, but I, I, I thought, you know, maybe we would renegotiate or you would change your mind. And so really you wouldn't try to, you still own that decision because guess what? You still entered into that agreement. You still decided that you were going to do it, but then you, were, you wouldn't doing it with the right motives. And so it's going to blow back up in your face. Yeah, false pretenses. Definitely. False pretenses. That's yeah. I mean, but if we're speaking, we're all speaking different languages, Mm -hmm. and we're not really truly defining our terms. That's where the agreements fall short. I was just gonna say that, yeah. Because different words mean different things for different people. Yeah. Our relationships are are falling short, especially in this day and age, because we 
we're so big on trying to figure out who we are. We so big on trying to figure out what we can get. We so big on trying to not lose ourselves in a relationship that we're not truly coming to agreements. We're living separate. We're making independent decisions in, in a group structure. You see what I'm saying? When you're signing on for a relationship, you're like, listen, this is what I want. Can we, can we accomplish this? You're trying, you're, you're not, you're not asking permission. What you're doing is respecting the relationship. What you're doing right. is honoring the agreement. Mm -hmm. And that's something within your character. That's not something that you're doing for the other person. Yeah. So if you're still searching for individuality within a relationship, then you shouldn't be in a relationship because you come in as your own person and you're saying, I'm ready to connect to something greater than myself. So I think we all fought the waistline because we're being told all the time, don't lose yourself in a relationship. Don't change in a relationship. Don't change for nobody. Don't become, but let's be clear here. If you, if you're around somebody that inspires you, you're going to make adjustments. Your ratchet mm -hmm. friends are yeah. out the door. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to change up on them in 2.5 seconds. Yeah. And let's be clear here. You are, you are the person changing because you employed that person in your life. So that person's not changing you. You was ready you, to change you your relationship. Because yeah. why did you end up with somebody that was outside of your, your type, the type of relationships that you are aligned with right now? You obviously was looking for a difference. You obviously was looking for a change. And you know that that person was going to change you in that way. So therefore, when you start losing friends based on that, it ain't that person. It's because you made a choice to now adjust. Mm -hmm. You made a choice mm -hmm. to change. You get what I'm but saying? Mm -hmm. Don't you think also though that it means that they were never really in fully intentional to actually meet the meet the demands of the contract? But do you it's mean? almost like they so when you were saying that um, you know that they you know they they went into the relationship but they're still thinking single mindedness or they're still thinking like they're in the, like an individual trying to not lose themselves mm -hmm. and but they're saying that they're going to agree to all these different things but yet they really never really intended to fulfill their part of the responsibility in the contract because like you said. If you're agreeing to something, then we're agreeing on these terms. That means we have to abide by the terms and we have to say that our words in an agreement with this term. So if you and I get in, get into a partnership when we agree to these terms, it's not, I mean, outside of a legal, legal bound in a relationship, it's only your words that your words matter. And so I feel like that sometimes people have gotten into relationships and they really never had the intent. They were trying to try to make it and morph it, but they really never had the intent to actually um, be in agreement with the relationship itself. They were trying to see or trying to manipulate or trying to change it into something that really since suited suit them and what they really, really wanted, but never saying clearly what it, what it is they were looking for or what they really wanted out of the, out of the relationship. I would say unconsciously, clear. I would say unconsciously, they made that decision unconsciously. I think that we are, we are taught to use one person to climb out out a hole. So in their, their intentions is this person threw a rope to me, they're trying yeah. to help me, I'm gonna climb out. So they really believe their intentions is to follow all the agreements and everything that's in place. What they didn't do is think long-term and what those agreements mm -hmm. meant and how consistent you have to be with those agreements. That consistency is very important. Being consistent is very important. And waking up with a narrow focus is very important. So, yeah, I would agree with you, like, unconsciously, yeah, a lot of people buy into relationships, but I think they're thinking short-term. They're not thinking the ramifications of a long-term investment into this person and living this type of lifestyle that you're signing on for. 
So I would agree overall is it's self-preservation, but at the same time, I think in the, in the, in the, they feel a certain way, it's just not in their principle to honor these things. They're not some living people, through their belief system. Some people are just, um, they're, they're speaking and they're saying they want relationships, but they actually just want people around. Some people are lonely. They utilize people to fill, to fill space and, oh and, and don't intend on committing to anything that they signed on for anyway. They're just trying to keep you around as long as they can. But I had something I wanted to um, bring to the table. And it's funny that this is the topic because it, it coincides. So uh, I, have, uh, I have a friend who I met in college cool, been cool for years. Um, and this young lady, um, we, we never obviously never had an actual uh, agreement per se. We never, at that time, we weren't speaking, you know, um, speaking commitments into existence. It was just like everything fell into the places that it falls in and everybody kind of- It was organic, right? Right? It was organic. Huh? It was it organic. Was organic. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, so, That's one of the podcast jokes, but go ahead. <laughs> so, man, so all these years that we've been been friends, we kind of, um, we kind of, we never was like regularly talking, regularly around each other. It was always like, um, we catch each other when we when we do, and we we link up. We we have our link sessions. Um, if she's going through something, she'll hit me up. I'll talk her through it. Same on the other end. She needed something, she can come to me. I hold her down. Same on the other end. That type of thing. But we would have big gaps in our interactions. Okay. Um, and it worked because I was busy. And, and it worked for me and it worked for her, obviously, because neither one of us had an issue with it. However, um, what was it, two years ago? Was it two years ago? It will be two get this story years. together, man. It will be two, <laughs> it will be two years on, on New Year's. Um, okay. He had a, a stroke. Mm. She had a, a, some type of brain aneurysm. She was going through some things for a little while. And um, I was walking her through that, but then all of a sudden on New Year's while the ball is dropping, she has the seizure and stroke and goes into a coma. Mm. So obviously I'm at the bedside, I'm at the hospital, um, you know, I'm doing my, my friend thing. Um, but now that she, we got her out the woods, she's home, she's been home for about a year. Um, and, you know, life is different. She's not who she was prior to, you know, being in this coma. Um, and life is different. Her mindset is different. She's a different person. Um, and I'm kind of in this space of discomfort because it's 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 really hard to. It's like I have this I have this love for her. Period. Right. So. I'm, I'm trying to keep her in a positive space and trying to maintain the connection. But she's very negative at this point, which I, you know, I understand what she's struggling with. So I get it, right? Um, and she needs more of me now, pretty much. More of my attention, more of my time. Um, you know, 
to go to the store. She needs help going to the store. You know, stuff like that. And I've extended myself, but it is it, it is feeling a little strenuous because this is not initially what I signed on for, but I, obviously I care about. It. So okay. it's like you in between this rock and this hard place because you don't just you don't just boogie with somebody on the you know um, in a in a hard spot. But this is not a spot that seems to be something that's going to change. So how do I um, how do I like address that? Well, I mean, the, the, the topic is 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 suiting is suitable because obviously we're talking about sacrifice, right? Versus acceptance. Now, I I strongly believe that we treat family different. Family are people that will let's say something happens, we kind of. We, we don't have a personal relationship with all our family members, but we kind of look out. So the friendship kind of morphed into a family member, somebody you're looking out for. But the biggest, the biggest understanding is why doesn't she have other people that are assisting? And why doesn't she have other people that are putting their best foot forward? And why she doesn't have other people that's involved? Like there needs to be an honest discussion because for all that to fall on your lap, you have to now first have a different understanding. You have to talk about the new agreement because she is a different person. So you have to have that discussion. And you don't leave a person. You didn't leave a person. You didn't leave her when she was down. You kind of was there for her to help her get through everything, but with the understanding that things at some point may get back to normal. So at the end of the day, if it hasn't gotten back to normal, you still can support her, but you got to now ask yourself, is this a friendship still? Or is this a person that gets transferred into the family understanding where you're going to support her, but you're going to get her the support necessary. You might have to look for something outside to support her. You might have to look for something like agencies, things of that nature. That's how you can support her and still basically help yourself as well. Have peace of mind. Okay. So I went in that direction in one angle. Um, first off, as far as her, her, her um, support system, she, she's had a very, um, her life has been a, a, a heavy one. So she doesn't have any family. Her parents died when she was a kid. Um, she has one cousin who doesn't live in New York City. Um, and me and her friends is all she really had besides her children. Um, but what happened is, like I said, she's in a very negative space. So the other people that she had around her, she kind of pushed away. Okay. Even though they was also there helping, you know, her through that. Um, and you know me, I'm not naturally gonna go into the, you know, the the positive mindset. Like you can't just jump to this and that and the third. I give her those conversations. Also, her her house, um, keeping her house the way it should be in order for her to stay in a, a clear mind. Mm -hmm. She doesn't have the ability to do so. Um, and so I mean, she still can, she's still moving around. She still walks around and can do stuff, but um, her house is overwhelming. So I was telling her, like, we need to get some, some people in here to like get your situation in order because you're not even going to be able to be in order mentally and emotionally if your space isn't, isn't um, sufficient. And everything that I kind of talk to her about kind of turns into well, nobody helps me. I can't 
I can't do this. Um, I can't do this on my own. Um, you know, my eye, her eyes are bad now. She can only see via one eye. So it's like even her phone stuff. So it's like it's 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 heavy. You know, it, it it makes me feel it makes me feel like you know I have to step up a little more because of the fact that I know she doesn't have many people, mm-hmm. and I am one of her go tos. I am her go to. Um, but like I said, it 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 feels heavy. I can I can I say something? Yeah, go ahead, Barry. So I had the situation with my mom. And my mom went through, my mom was struggling for her health five years. And so, but I used to talk to my mom because I was trying to get an agreement about how, if in the event that something negative happened, um, what were we going to do? What, what were the steps? What did you want to happen and everything else? And how, how do you want these things to unfold? We could never get an agreement. And so what happened was, is that the, it, it ended up blowing up. She ended up having a, a, a stroke. She ended up being in the hospital. And then she ended up having to go to assisted living. I say out to say because she got angry at me because there was no agreement there. And yes, that is my mom. And I'm, I wanted to be there for her and everything else. But at the same token, I also had to make sure that I have a life and responsibility here too. I have things that I'm responsible for. I have, I have people that are in my life that depend on me that I've made agreements with. And so to have an agreement outside of that and, and not be aligned to all the other agreements puts me in a position where I cannot function. And it's unfair to ask me to do something when we don't have a clear agreement. Could I also believe that if we're going to talk about agreements, we have to make sure that every agreement that we're in when it comes to a relationship are aligned so that way it supports because you can't have one agreement that is causing issues with all your other agreements. It, it just doesn't work because now you find yourself in a position where you're trying to twist yourself in the pretzel, trying to support all these things and, and it, it doesn't work. And so to me, it sounds like that you're doing, I mean, it sounds, yes, you love her, but it also sounds like that you're doing a little bit of it out of guilt. Like you're doing it because this, the, you've got this history with her and you feel respectful, but let's just be honest. If you're waking up in the morning feeling like, you know, why am I here? You're going to start regretting. You're going to start being angry towards her. You're going to start having a lot of, you know, feelings towards her because guess what? You never agreed to that. You're doing this because you're sacrificing. So you're in a position to sacrifice, not in, in an agreement. And you might have to change, like you say, you might have to change the terms of the relationship and see her as your family. So that way you can maybe work it. But what are, what things are you putting out for yourself trying to hold agreement when you never really had this agreement? You never really said that, yes, you would be there for her like that. I mean, yeah. let's, let's just clear, get clear here. Things happen. Sorry, Jerry. I'm just going to, things do happen in life. And that's one of the hard topics when it's a medical situation and you want to be there to support, how long am I there to support? And I think that's contingent on the person's ability to accept the help. You know what I mean? Like it's really contingent on the fact that she has to, like there's gotta be some form of humility and say, listen, I'm not in a power position at this point. Mahogany doesn't work for me. You know what I mean? Mahogany is somebody that's here to support me. So Mahogany's kind of running this shit because she's in sound in mind. So we always have to understand who we are in each room. Like there's rooms I walk in, I'm not the smartest person. There's rooms I walk in, I'm not the healthiest person. There's rooms I walk in, I have I don't have the same knowledge as other people. So I sit and listen. So there's a big understanding. And when you understand who you are in the room, you're able to assist the person better. But 
back to back what Barry was saying. You can't carry the burden of feeling, because it is, it, is, it is a sense of guilt, feeling that guilt because you were there to support her, but how long are you going to be to support her when she is not doing what it takes to actually support herself? Part two is, where's all the people that's there to support you? Because we always say love is a group journey. So one man down, five people should be there to pick them up. So even if they're not cool with that person, who's there to support you when you're actually assisting this person to build you back up? Because we all need that. Like I come in some days beat up. I need somebody to reintroduce me to positivity, reintroduce me to the world, give me that fuel again to go back out and get beat up again. Because we're talking about accountable love. So it's not something that people are accustomed to. So we're always met with resistance at first. We always met with you don't understand. You have X, Y, and Z, right? But at the same time, you need them people to support you. So you might have to just make a hard decision, but I don't even think any of us on this panel could help you make the decision. That's something between you and her. Well, yeah, I have well, to have a I'm discussion. Looking, I'm not looking for y'all to help me make the decision. I'm looking for okay. how to um, address it without, because uh, obviously like she, she's, she's not, she's not the same person, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? As far as emotionally, you know, I, I don't, I, um, you know, I'm kind of a straight to the point. <laughs> yeah. And um, she's she not in a space for a straight to the point. I'm trying to figure out how to discuss this matter with her without, without but, harming her. Wait, wait, I would like, but I would like to say this. I think that it's never too late to have the discussion, Like, take it back to the basics, right? The same way that you're like, you telling us like you know you're not she's not her normal self, you know she's a little sensitive to certain things. That's how you can start the conversation, right? You can start the conversation by saying that you know I've been doing a lot of thinking. Um, I know that you're not in a good headspace right now, but in order for this to work, mm -hmm. you have to put all your emotions aside and listen to what's being said instead mm -hmm. of feeling what's being said, right? And then once you start with then then you you you're already creating the framework, right? She may be, she may be receptive. She may say, you know what, Mahogany, you, Mahogany, just like everyone else, I don't need the help or, you know, but, but I do think that it's worth having the discussion because guess what? If she decides to keep pushing you away because she's not really truly trying to hear what's being said, then that's on her. That's on her because you can't force her to, to hear what you need to say. You can't force her to agree to what you're saying. You can't force her to get people to help clean the house. You can't force her to do any of that stuff. So if she, if she, if she decides to shut down and go into her emotions and say, you know what, I don't want to deal with this, um, be you're just like everyone else, then you're going to have to say to her, you know what, I really truly want to be here with you and I want to create something that we could both maintain, like create some type of balance within the, the, the relationship or even the support, being that no one else is there to support her. And there's that fine line of people thinking that you're throwing things in their face, right? So it's not, you have to remind her, I'm sure, I'm not throwing this in your face. It's just that I wanna be at my best self helping you. But right now, when you're, when you're resisting me and when you're pushing back, you're making it very difficult. But, but you're working twice yeah. as hard. So I that, think that it starts there. I think that you can just take it back to the basics. like. You know what? Even even the whole story you told us about how how the how the, the the connection even happened, you know, over the years, and this is where it ended up, and this is where you are, and how things kind of unfolded 
and bam, she had a stroke and she can't really take care of herself. And here you are trying to help her be her best self, but she doesn't even want to be her best self right now. Nefertari said it the best, like you got to set boundaries. You have yeah. to set, set boundaries. You can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. You can set boundaries. You have to set boundaries and, you know, teach her again how to, how to be independent. Mm -hmm. And that's the best you can do for her. At the end of the day, you have to give her other support mm -hmm. because you can't be a constant support. You can't be her only support. You have other things going on. And that's something that she understands too. So yeah, she's not in the right state of mind. She's not in the right state of being. But I strongly believe when it comes to spiritual health, people have to be there first. And I don't care who you are. Like I come from a background of working with people with developmentally, that's developmentally disabled. And they call it now intellectually disabled. And spiritually, spiritual wise, they was on point. They understood boundaries. They understood, they understood accountability. There's certain things that is across the board. It doesn't deal with IQ. Mm -hmm. It deals with a spiritual level. Yes. So I understand how IQ is not there anymore, but you have to touch it where it is, spiritual, where, where, where you got, like Jerry said, take it back to the basics, give a clear understanding, be, be, be intentional in your message. But at the same time, you have to be able to walk out the door if it becomes overwhelming and feel like and believe that you did your best. But until you know you did your best, you, you're not going to be able to walk. So do everything that's possible and do your best. So when you have to walk away, it's a whole nother deal. You know? Thank you. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, no problem. I mean, we got we got away from the topic, but we, we was within <laughs> the topic. You know what I mean? It's it, 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 That's a tough one. And I it know, I think, mental health. I think it's still, I think it's still all relevant because I, I'm pretty sure that we all can remember such relationships where people wanted to keep the relationship really ambiguous. And so they never really, really wanted to set a clear boundaries about things and everything else. And so I know at least I've had the experience where, Hey, look, we need to set some clear boundaries about what we're doing and what this is and how this is and these agreements. So that way we can operate in an effective manner. So I don't, I don't walk away wondering what's going on. One day is this, the next day is this, then it's tomorrow is this. And so you put yourself in a, in a terrible situation when you don't have those clear uh, agreements about what things are and what they should be and how we're both going to operate and the agreement that, that comes along with that. Because once again, there's, that's where people get hurt. That's where a lot of people find themselves in, in abusive situations and relationships where, because guess what? Because they're holding on in the sense being taken advantage of because the other person doesn't really, really want to operate within a, within a clear uh, framework of accountability and boundaries. Yeah, I mean, there's something key. I agree with everything you said, except that they're taking advantage of. Well, the, because you know, they I mean, have to be ready to walk. Like, yeah. accountability goes both ways. Soon as somebody doesn't honor the agreement placed in front of you, I'm not telling you just walk, have the discussion. If they refuse to take accountability for it, it's up to you to either walk away or accept that they broke this and there's going to be a, continuously, a continuous cycle of them breaking this again because you stayed. You have to have, that's the only time we ever say self is a greater understanding because you don't let your principles, you don't allow your principles to offset in any relationships. Yeah. You don't give your principles up for anybody. So once somebody takes your principles away, you're a doormat at that point. So you have to, we got to stop creating a victim mentality. Like 
yeah, somebody's staying and we watching them stay and we watching them stay and we watching them stay and we have this opinion about the person that's doing this to this person. At some point, the other person has to believe they're getting something out of that arrangement. Which is why they're still there. To stay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whether they're saying it's for the kids, whether they, they have to believe they're getting something out of that arrangement, whether this person has been taking care of all the money and they, they don't have money, so they can't just walk. They don't have friends because the person isolated them from their friends. There's some reason that they're staying. Sometimes they stay because they think that the person would change back to how they were before. Definitely. They first started the agreement, and sometimes that's not the case. So sometimes you have to walk. But the person would never change back. Yeah. Because they already did what they did to you. That's right. I think the moment you allow that boundary to be to be violated and stuff like that, you've already sent the clear message that that you don't respect your principles enough to actually walk. And a lot of people are afraid to walk because they're afraid of of that the fact that they know that this person really, really doesn't want to respect their boundaries, does not really, really want to operate within the within the clear framework of an agreement. And so you you tell you telling them that you really don't love yourself maybe and that you don't really respect yourself enough to say you know what this is not this is non-negotiable i'm not i'm not allowing this to happen period and so i'm going to pull myself out of this situation and walk because this is not healthy well yeah people are going to take what you what you what they can pretty much so if you put it out there you know some people don't have a ton of integrity they're not they're not leading with their principles either and they're just going to take and you know the one thing that i can say that i learned from my z's is anytime i overextend myself to anyone that is an associate not really quite a friend right he's always he always he always the next question he's asking me is where are they where who are their friends like who who was around before you came and decided to act like superwoman and save the day like where are those people and he by asking me those questions that i had no answers for it made me step up and say yeah you know when i'm when when someone's in a bind or someone needs extra support the it, it, the question is like well who would have normally helped you do this you know why is it this new girl that you're really cool with right now in this moment you know what i mean like where's all the other people that you party with that you that you hang out with that you have fun with you know the thing is people have friends in different they they call them friends right but they put them in different categories and when the going gets tough and they really need that solid person they go into the person that they know is going to step up but everyone else is there to have fun and and to just buy time with yeah. and do all the all, all those things with so i think it's really important even when in your story mahogany when you were saying that you guys kind of didn't really you never really established uh what type of relationship you're going to have from the beginning and then now she's in this place of of need and you witnessed and the, the Taurus in you, because it's, I'm the same way. I'm When you said she needs somebody to clean a house, I'm thinking like, damn, like, what, what could we do to support? You know what I mean? Like, that's the first thing I'm thinking. These were like, go, pump your brakes, <laughs> go back. You know what I mean? And so we, 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 we automatically want to help. We automatically want to support. But we need to take a step back and say, you know what? Where are the other people that was around, you know, when, when she was whole, when she was healthy? Where are those people who enjoyed, who got the best of her? Now she's at her worst, and where are those people? So yeah, I think it's really important that you know we establish those things, establish you know be mindful of who we are in these people's lives and who they have around them. Because if you're their rock, but they're they're, they're drinking and, and and smoking and having fun with all these other people, then that's who they need to be. They need to turn into that person's rock. You need to take you. 
whatever energy that you're putting into that person, you should put into the people that actually deserve it and have Definitely. all the solid people around or that you're solid with. Definitely. I'm going to repeat that relationships, when I'm talking about personal relationships, they're relationships that are selfish, that you chose to be selfish, selfless in. If they do not serve a purpose in your life, they are not healthy relationships. If they're not motivating you to be the best you can be, and we're not talking about fussing and arguing, that's going to happen with anybody you're passionate about. Because we always tell people, you argue with people you care about. Mm -hmm. People you don't care about, you can care less about arguing with. Mm -hmm. That's why you hear so many people just, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, whatever, because they care less about those people. They don't care about challenging them. They don't care about questioning them. They don't care about doing it. They just care about being the nice guy, looking good in that person's eyes, and going with the flow and riding the wave, right? But your true friends are challenging you. They're not letting you walk out the house just willy-nilly. They're making sure you're at your best at all times, and they wake up every day and get on your nerves because they're, they're gonna make sure that you represent the best of yourself at all times. So we gotta be clear on this and have a clear understanding that the relationships we enter, if it's not give and take, it's unhealthy. If it's not an agreement and you feel you're sacrificing, it's unhealthy. It's an agreement that you uphold. Two people, sound in mind, come to agreement. Sacrifice is loss. Mutuality is an agreement. Two people, some mutual understanding. We're going to have similar characters. We're going to have similar core values. We're going to move in the same direction. You have to be clear on that. And yes, in Mahogany's case, there's them weird cases where things do happen that come out of nowhere. But let's be clear here. If you lived a quality life and had solid people around you, and work your behind off to have solid people around you, when them sick times come, you're gonna have a billion people around you. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna tell you the truth, like you are gonna be honored by the life you live. You had a lot of willy-nilly people, when it's time to now, when you're on your deathbed and you're really sick, those people are gone, because they is willy-nilly. That's the life you chose to live. You chose to be nice instead of being respected. Get what I'm saying? You chose, you chose to have a bunch of friends or a bunch of people you call friends than to have solid friends that you can count on. You chose not to, to keep secrets and not to intertwine people into your life, into your existence, instead of making sure that these people understand everything that's going on. They can speak for you when you can't speak for yourself. You're setting yourself up all the time because when them people walk out, they should have a clear understanding of who you are. All this, my friend, don't, you don't know me. How yeah. does your friend know you? How mm -hmm. doesn't your partner know you? Like, what do you talk? How could you ever say that to your friend and you're having a back and forth and you ever say, you don't really know me? What? <laughs> they should be able to speak for you when you can't speak for yourself. Absolutely. They should know what you want before you know what you want. That's the whole point of it. Study each other. Put in the work. But are we putting in the work anymore? It's hard. And a lot of unhealthy relationships is transpiring. So when we get to where people, where the instantaneous things happen, you got one or two people there. And the reality is she pushed the people away and 
Mahogany probably should have followed their lead. But Mahogany's a fighter. Yeah. Like, we know her background. She's a fighter. And it's, uh, she, she got a bleeding heart for the people who, you know, can't do for themselves. Well, I want to touch on what you said about putting in the work. And when you think of putting in the work, it could be just as simple as, and I give you the example of me and my daughter. She's 14, right? I told her, you know, one weekend, one Sunday, I would like to go to the beach. And she said, okay, we, could, we, 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 can, we can schedule it. I said to her, um, but we need to go early, right? Her, ne her next question was, what's early? Because we have two different ideas of what early is, because she's a teenager. So my early is 7 in the morning. Her early is 11, right? So she said, you know, what, we need to understand what early, what, we need to both come to, to a conclusion to what early really means for both of us and then come up with a time that fits, that, that we agree with, right? And she's 14. You know, so she could have easily walked away and said, you know, I could have said, hey, we, we're, we're, I want to go to the beach with you on Sunday. And then we scheduled the Sunday and I'm waking up at seven. She's like, why, why are you waking me up? It's too early. You know what I mean? And we would have got it probably into back and forth because I'm like, you know, I want to go early, but we never really had a clear understanding what early was. But because, you know, she's being raised by us, you know, she asked the question, you know, what, what early are you talking about, mom? Because my early and your early are not the same early. And then we were able to come to a, 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 a common understanding, uh, not a common understanding, an understanding so that we could both go to the beach but understand what, what, early, what early means to the both of us. And I think that that's where a lot of us fall short, where we're not really defining our terms and understanding. We're using the same words, we use the same verbiage, the same phrases, but we're really not saying the same thing. And really Just taking the time here, to understand. She gives a teacher's fits. Yeah. She gives the teachers fits. <laughs> she gives the teachers fits, but we, you know, that's how she's raised. Like, let's get a clear understanding before uh, I move. And she's, and she's right about that. Mm -hmm. I, I really appreciate this conversation because it's really helping me frame a lot of different things because I tend to think that relationship, we treat relationships like personal relationships, like we, the instructions on some of the credit cards or stuff that we have to see. And so we don't really want to read through the fine print and define mm -hmm. and make sure we understand the terms of agreement. Because, yep. We just click, 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 click. Good. Are we happy now? We're a good relationship. We're happy. And then all of a sudden we actually get to the execution, yep. execution process of the relationship. And all of a sudden, well, I thought you were going to be, I never agreed to that. Mm -hmm. And so then there's all this friction and fuss. And so I really think that, you know, this conversation should force all of us to go back and really start talking to talking, talking about not only just being accountable in our relationships, but making sure that the thing, how we're operating, that we're both in agreement with what we're doing. So that way there is no misunderstanding uh, with, with anything. There is no gray areas because how many, how many relationships are sitting here right now feeling, feeling very much like I'm being, a, I'm being used because I feel like I'm in the gray when you chose to be there. You chose to be there. You decided to be there, but that person didn't agree to that. And so I really appreciate this. This actually has been very helpful to me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, we Barry. appreciate that. We always appreciate people coming and actually getting something from this. Well, yeah, the hope that the, the objective is to get people to think, to, to reflect on their current relationships and to, you know, process the information and make necessary adjustments if that's what they need to do. Because again, like I said, people, want to connect on a feeling they want to you know we connect on all these things that can't really maintain a relationship for the long haul and then we find ourselves in these you know horrible whether it's a breakup with a friend it is a breakup with a boyfriend a breakup with a girlfriend we find ourselves in these in these in these crazy places and 
every time we we have to walk away from a situation that we know that we didn't start out in the right way because we didn't make the proper choices, it it it, it chips away at our self esteem. It chips away at our self worth. Like, and then we go into the next relationship feeling less than we did in the relationship before then and then and then it keeps going and going and going and then we're blaming everyone else about the fact that we're not fully connecting with people we can't find people but every time that we don't connect with the right person you know subconsciously that that's something that you chose and then you stop trusting yourself and then you stop connecting and then you're like friends i don't need friends or i don't need a man i don't need a woman i don't you know and then you start to have this sick mentality to think that you don't need anybody right and 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 it just you start this vicious cycle of negativity. So it's really important. Yeah. It's really important that you that that we take the time to truly think about what we want and how we're gonna get there and not shortcut the process. Because I, I like myself, I've shortcut many processes and it didn't I didn't get I went nowhere fast. So, you know, it feels good in the moment, it may feel good for a couple of months, it may feel good for a couple of years. But once you hit that rock or once something shakes up the relationship that you, you're out of putting a return and you have no tools in place to help you get to where you needed to be because there was nothing there. You guys didn't connect in those things to begin with. So I, I think, you know, that's why I do and I are here. That's why we do what we do. That's why we have this platform because we want everyone to have healthy relationships around them, whether it's a friend, a family member, or a significant other, because like we said, love is a group journey. And if you, think that you are doing you you should be doing this by yourself you're wrong definitely i mean and it's getting it's, it's getting fed it's getting fed like we always tell people emotions get money yeah you think of all the things that are instantaneous who makes the most money all the people that have instantaneous businesses right yeah so self-help makes money once you feel like i don't need nobody ching ching i don't need anybody ching ching I don't need anybody. It's just like, yeah, you don't. Build yourself. Build you. Build this. After you build yourself and you're looking around, who's there? What are you building yourself for? To connect, well, to connect with other people, right? Definitely. I would hope so. But you're building yourself because you've been torn down by other people in your mind. But you don't build yourself back up with the idea because understand self-help is important. And self, self-discovery is important. Self-awareness is important. But that goal should be to build a team. The goal should be unity. The goal should be to actually have a group. But a lot of people believe that getting older means, yo, I'm older now. I, I got my own responsibility. I'm able to do for me. But that's what kids are saying. Yeah. When they're going through their tantrums and they're going through being teens, that's what they're saying. They're trying to find their individuality. Us as adults, we're ready for... That's a fact. Yeah, we're ready to actually connect with other people. We're actually ready to actually take on responsibilities and honor our agreements. That's what maturity is. We mature into togetherness. That's our definition of love. Being ready to accept love. You're maturing into togetherness. So we always say everybody runs around, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you is a boomerang. Yeah. You loving one person, they're not loving you back, and you calling it love. That's our problem. You've been calling it love. So when we tell our kids, that's love. I beat you. I hurt you. No, you're frustrated. Me and my mom used to have this discussion all the time, and I know I said my mom, but me and my mother used to have this discussion all the time, and 
I used to tell her all the time, that's because you're frustrated. That's because you lost you lost the words. Like I was, I mean, I was wise before my years. I used to get on her nerves. But the point is, she had to take a step back. That's not love. Now, I understand why you're doing it, because you don't want somebody out there to have to do it. Like, it's different. It's a different world for us. So you're, you're, you got a boy, and you're not watching him die early. So I get it. But that's fear talking. That's not love. You're scared. You know? So there's, it's perpetuated. Yo, this is love. And my mother never was there, but I, we older now, and I'm going to love her. Okay, do your thing. But what are you willing to sacrifice to do that? Because all the friends is telling you not to go down that road, and you're pushing them away? Because we tend to do that, right? But, he, but they change, though. But they change, though. So we push away everybody that's telling us, don't go down that road. Every last person that was with us through everything, our support. And we put all our cash in on reform instead of the people performing. If I got space for somebody that's reforming, yeah. You could come in, but understand it's our rules. We have the foundation. You're learning the foundation. So you have to truly be clear on your agreements and are your agreements healthy? And it's a bubble. It is a bubble. They represent you. You represent them. They're your first line of defense. So you have to be clear on these things and don't let the media, like there's so much stuff out there telling you opposite, telling you opposite and everything good for you. Think about it. Like we always have arguments all the time in here. Like we have discussions and big arguments about certain things. We like rappers make more than pastors. <laughs> Think about it. And we're mad anytime the pastor got money. And they're doing bigger things. Anything spiritual and good, you shouldn't make money from it. When they should be the wealthiest people. Think about it. I'm not saying all pastors are good. I'm not even a religious person. But when I watch people doing the right thing, and I'm like, yo, why are they, why are they, why they don't make the money? Why this person makes the money? So you got to always think about this. And what's being told you, when they say think for yourself, they're not telling you disregard the, your counsel. They're telling you think for yourself, like really think about what's being said to you from people outside of your counsel. And is it going to destroy everything that's in your bubble? Everybody's worrying about being put in a box. That box looks mighty comfortable for me. Accountable love. Looks very comfortable. Love snob looks very comfortable for me. And you know how many times a day I hear, you know, but y'all different. <laughs> no, everybody can do this. Yeah. You just gotta agree I to will something. It. Yeah, you gotta be willing to agree and honor your agreements. You gotta be willing to say, listen, you gotta stop with the we only we only human. Yeah, yeah. We got to start with the, uh, yo, he, they human. You know, infants are human. You know, teens are human. Mm -hmm. Like, what human are you? Because when you're doing delinquent stuff, you're a kid. Yeah, you're human, but I'm not trying to be with a kid. 
Can you have those discussions with your partner and shock them back into reality? They're not calling you a kid. They're saying you're acting like a kid. So don't go by you only human. Kids are impulsive. My, my two-year-old sees something and goes after it. Yeah. How could you destroy your whole family because you see a fat behind? Like, seriously. But he's only human. We got to be clear on the agreements we make and be ready to honor them. Because if you want to still be single, all you got to do is walk in the house and say, listen, I don't want to do this no more. Yeah. You're going to be the bad guy. But, but that's what it is. Nobody really wants to truly be the bad guy. Mm -hmm. You know, no one really wants to, to say that I'm the reason why the relationship didn't work. But really, if you if you end up doing your own thing and lying, you are the, you are the reason why the relationship didn't work anyway, right? Yeah. So you might as well just be upfront with it. But yeah, it's it's the same way people have a hard time telling people no. They have a hard time telling people the truth. Because like you said earlier, Barry, that people still want to preserve themselves within the relationship. So they keep things they, 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 they keep things hidden and so that they can still get what they want out of the relationship because they know that if they possibly put it all out there, that it may change the dynamic of the relationship and they don't want that. But, but they but weren't also, thinking about that when they made the choice already. You know what I mean? So I think what he said and what you both said and about that, it's a level of maturity because mm -hmm. a lot of times it's also because once again, you know, you would think that someone wouldn't sign a contract that they don't understand. Um, but I, you know, working in the work that I do, we have hundreds of people sign, sign work contracts and don't know exactly what they're actually wanting to do or what we're asking for them to do. So it ain't, it ain't, if it's, if it's that way prevalent in your professional career, I definitely know it's, is that way in your personal career, your personal life and your personal relationships. And so I just go back to what you were saying before, which is simply this, if we're going to be in a relationship, we have to be accountable and mature. And that's really the bottom line of it all. It, we have to be, this is not you know, what do you want? Lay it out. This is what I want. This is what I'm looking for. And let's agree. And let's be clear on what that means for, for both. And so that way it ain't no, well, I'm saying nine o'clock and you saying 12 o'clock. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. Uh, -uh. we're going to say nine 30. <laughs> we're going to find, we're going to find a space in this one and then, and, and be there. Um, so that way we can actually get to building the team, you know, you know, and I guess that's why I've been watching. I think it's a sacrifice. Both yeah. people can't, Oh, I sacrificed for the other because that's where the conflict starts. So what you did was agree. Yeah. yeah. You agreed. So both people said they'll be there at 930. Nobody disagreed with that. You signed on the dotted line. So understand, sacrifice, and, and we get it. We get it when it comes to your fellow man. We get it when people go overseas and they're fighting war. We get it. We get where you're saying sacrifice is but they are still making choices. Those are still agreements. Those they are still agreements. have an understanding. Yeah, they still have understands of what's going on. It's Listen. still, even when you're <laughs> having children and you decide to have that child. Yes. It's an agreement. It's an agreement <laughs> with whoever you agreeing with, whether it's a God, whether it's yourself, whether it's an agreement to, be, to do the best you can to raise this child. Yeah, everybody doesn't have choices and everybody feels like they don't have choices because of ignorance, and I get it. Sometimes people have kids and they don't know they have choices. Sometimes people join the army, they don't know what they're getting into. But that's why we have so much information out there to try to inform people. That's why we have let's talk relationships 
So if people are getting into new relationships, if people are in old relationships that are toxic, like we're not even telling you walk away from them toxic people. We're saying, see if it can be healthier. And if it can't, then walk away. But join the discussion, have the discussion, start the discussion. Because honesty starts the discussion. Remember we talked about that. Transparency starts the trust. Mm-hmm. Talk about your intentions. Dedication sets mm-hmm. down, I mean, devotion sets down the practice, the principles. You're showing up. Devotion is the consistency every day. You have all those things, that's accountable love. You wake up, it, it, it becomes second nature. But it, it has to be habit forming and it has to be something that you got to believe that you signed on for. So you're not missing out on life because you have everything you, you need in life. No, absolutely. You got doing it together. You know what I mean? Well, anybody, go ahead. I was going to say, the minute that you, you believe that you're missing out on other things, I mean, you have to really sit back and really think about what you truly want. Because I'm not saying that there's not days that I want to do one thing over the other, right? But overall, if I'm missing a whole other life that I don't live right now, then I need to take a step back and think about what I'm doing, what I signed up for currently, and is this truly what I want? You know what I mean? And I think that when you have those feelings, or sorry, not even feelings, when you have those thoughts, it's really important that you have those discussions as well. Because sometimes things sound, they sound the way in your head, right? But sometimes when you actually have the conversation with another person, you get to, you get to see, or you get to hear what's being said and you're like, you know, you get to process it a little differently when you're having a dialogue between other people. So I think that, you know, when we are connecting with other people, we need to be honest about the things that we're thinking and truly honest and be around people that, that also appreciates that type of honesty, even when we're saying things that we, that they truly don't want to hear. So a lot of people say they want to hear the truth, but, or they want it, or they want you to be honest, but they don't also want their feelings hurt or they don't want you to, they don't want to hear things that is going to hurt their feelings. So I think that that's also important too. That's a, something that can be discussed within the relationship. That's a bound, not, not necessarily a boundary, but kind of creating, creating the framework of the type of relationship that you want and actually making sure that you work together to get there. Definitely. True joy is doing doing what you love with the people you love. Yeah. That's when you have joy. If you're doing it with a lot of people that you're looking over your shoulder, I really don't trust her, I really don't trust him, I'm not, and you're still out with them. I'm, yeah. I've been out with people and they're telling me how they don't trust people. I'm looking at them like, yo, you're bugging. This person can get you killed right now. Like, you have to understand, like, this is life and we really need to invest in people that actually make life fulfilling. Yeah. And it's nonstop. It's not a wake up tomorrow. You know what? I want to go to South Beach. It's like, yo, can we, when we going to go to South Beach? When we planning for this? And you put it in a pot and you're actually having a discussion. You put it out there. Well, I can go this day. I can go around this time. Well, let's find a time we all, it, it seems crazy, right? It seems like, oh, it's hard work because we all have to come together to do it. But that's what unity is. Mm-hmm. So everybody putting in their opinion and finding one opinion that we can move with. That's it. Everybody wants to have their opinion. Yeah, noted. But every time it has to be what's the greater, what's for the greater whole, what's for the greater good. What's going to benefit the whole? And truly, the bad guy is the leader of that group. They always got to tell somebody that feels a way, no. <laughs> 
and that no hurts. Yeah, it does. <laughs> we're not children. <laughs> we're not this. You know, then you get all of that. But you have to be prepared. Me and Jerry have them discussions all the time. Oh, my God, yeah. Me and Jerry have, yo, I can't keep up sometimes. <laughs> we have them all the time. But, like, we invested. So when I'm doing something that goes outside of, of the parameters, like I, I'm supposed to do lunch, I'm supposed to cook lunch or cook dinner or whatever we, we the meal we cooking at that particular time when she comes over, I'm, I'm supposed to do it. She's making sure it's getting done. You know what I mean? And either I'm going to be humble or I'm going to start a bigger argument. The bigger argument is going to destroy the relationship. The humility, get up and do what you said you was going to do, is going to enhance the relationship. You know what's hurt? My ego. You know what's bruised? My ego. Don't talk to me like that. I ain't no kid. That's, that's ego talking. That's not my principles talking. That's not maturity talking. That's not me wanting the relationship talking. That's me wanting out the relationship talking. Because if she's the person I signed on with, she's not having it. And I got to rethink my life before I go back and we have a relationship. I got to come back and apologize. She's not coming to me and like, are you good today? No, I'm going to her. And that's what being accountable is. Because if it takes 17 days for me to go to her, she might come to me, but she's telling me the relationship's over. <laughs> There's a big difference. It took too long. So I, out of all the priorities you had, 17 days it took you to come get around to me, I'm not a strong priority in your life. I need somebody who's a priority in my life. See, there's a big difference. There is a time limit on it. Take your breather, yeah. But understand, if I'm not a priority, there's going to be a problem. Yep. <clears throat> so make sure you put these clauses in your agreements. Make what priority am I? Y'all need to have those discussions, which was one of the topics we was gonna have. Yeah. I just want to be clear. That's a that's clear. When you like, yo, my kids is ex like I talk to people all the time. My kids mean everything, blah, 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 blah. Do you want me to be your husband? Because when your kids go to college and all that, I'm holding you down. Correct. So if they're the priority, because understand I'm going getting in your life so we can maintain the kids. Yeah. Yes, sir. But if I'm the if I'm not the prior, the top priority, it's gonna be a problem if we're mad. Hold on, let me get on the organ real quick. Hold on, hold on, let me get on the organ. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta think about it. So these are the agreements. Now, there's nothing wrong if that's what you want to do. That's what you do, and yeah. there's gonna be another person that signs on for that. You know, I always tell my my goddaughter. I always tell my 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 son. He's two now, and I still talk to him about it. Y'all gonna have your own friends. Y'all not designed to be my friends yet. We gotta build that relationship when y'all old enough to build it. Yeah. So y'all might not even like me at the end of the day. I understand that. My job is to make sure you have quality of life and you're the best adult you can be to have quality of life. Absolutely. My friends signed on to be my friends, give and take. My partner signed on to be my partner, give and take. So that's why we talk about those two things because those mean those two um, relationships because those are the framework of your life. Great friends, great partner, which came from your friend pool. Y'all gonna have your own friends. Who's who's doubling? Who got me doubling? <laughs> Somebody's playing you on Facebook. Yeah. yeah.
But you know, we we are winding down. Anybody else got something to add before you know we give the floor to Jerry? <laughs> I see we left everybody speechless today. I'm glad. No, we I, I'm sorry. I was on the organ, so I was I was just waiting for you to finish on. <laughs> Go ahead. We just need that. I do. I need to change the music over to the altar call music. Come on, come on, my children. Come on, come on. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, hey. I'm passionate. We're passionate about our craft. We study it. We research. We don't come to y'all with a bunch of, you know, psychological terms and terminology because we anybody that knows their craft should be able to discuss it in a simple in the simplest form. That's what true genius is. True mastery of your craft. If you don't understand what people are saying, nine times out of ten, they they're still in the textbooks. We got to bring it to life. So we bring it to y'all, you know, raw and uncut, and we want y'all to really, really think about these things and really start looking at your relationships. We're not here to destroy relationships. We're here to help build relationships. And help yeah, think and apply. Mm-hmm. Well, I would like to thank everyone who joined us today. Um, if you didn't already share, this was another great conversation, a great discussion. So please share so that we can get more eyes on it get the word out, get other people to, you know, self-reflect and think about some of the, the, the things that we discussed today. Um, we have a great um, new website, um, lovesgroupjourney.com, so check it out. We have blogs, we have podcasts, and we also have services on there. So if anyone who, I mean, this is an, uh, this is an example of what we have to offer, but we have sessions that are one-on-one sessions, we have friend sessions, couples, and we also have six-week sessions um, with a group of people that we can go through a six-week timeline of building better relationships. So if you're interested, you can check that out at loversgroupjourney.com as well. So it's been another great discussion. Like as you said, we've been doing this for 17 weeks. So whoever has been here from the beginning, we appreciate you guys. Whoever, all the newcomers who are now a part, we are happy to have you. And thank you. You look great, by the way, Jerry. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Hey, where's my where's my compliments? Nah, <laughs> but you have to me in the beginning. I was like struggling with my buns, but thank you. You're looking slim. Oh, so yeah, I've been I've been working. I've been I've been trying to get it together. Definitely, but we enjoy. Everybody have a good night. Good night. Have a good night. And we'll thank be back you. next week at nine. Yeah, thank Bye. you. Bye. All right. All right.